0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Tatva Tuesday. This is Lindsay Warwick with Lindsay Warwick Yoga and Healing, also known as The Conduit on Spotify and on YouTube. Tatva Tuesday is the spiritual interview series that I'm conducting. Tatva is a Sanskrit word that means truth. And so I'm inviting people on here to tell me about uh, their spiritual offerings and also how they came onto the spiritual journey. So excited. My second guest is Sunny Pakanen, the founder of Eternal Present, which is somatic frequency work. So thank you so much, Sunny, for being with me for Tatva Tuesday. Thank you. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you for having me here. It's my honor to be sharing this about this work and go deeper with you into uh, the mysteries and the magic of unfolding of what it means to be a human on earth. It's such such a beautiful experiment uh, that we are having here together. <laughs>
0: It really is a beautiful experiment. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting Sunny this past, oh God, we're in 2022. In 2021, I did a 300-hour shamanic yoga teacher training with the Kula Collective, and Sunny is a facilitator for them, and that is how our paths crossed, and I feel like as soon as I met you, there were so many different ways that I related to you. Uh, so many similarities to our energy, and I got drawn to uh, your frequency work, and I've had a couple sessions with her as well as uh, participated in her meditations, and they have literally shifted me from inside out, and that being said, I just would love for you to tell us about um, what is frequency work. Let's start there. (laughs) Yeah, that's a great question. Yes, I really want to emphasize that
1: um, I have not invented frequency work in a way and how I relate to it. Uh, It's not even only a spiritual practice. Like You can call it in many different names, but for me, how it looks like it is the way of uh, connecting the science and spirit in a way, because it's all speaking about the same thing. And so what is frequency? It is, if you think about energy, like everything is energy and this is already been proven in uh, Western science as well is if, if we take a body and the chromosomes and atoms and cells and all the little details of the body into smaller and smaller pieces, only thing that we find is energy and, and also say thoughts or uh, emotions, feelings that we have, for example, the feeling of joy would have a totally different energy to it than feeling of anger. And the sensitive people oftentimes even feel this difference without really knowing whether somebody is angry or joyful, they just simply feel it in their body. So what is even creating energy? There's a frequency behind it, right? And, and that's where we go. So we can also call this like a sub-quantum physics that we're doing here. Uh, and frequency is present everywhere. So this frequency work is not necessarily just a specific school of thought or uh, some kind of training that you can get certified in. It's, it's a direct experience. And how I see it is that it is present in every single healing modality that we do it's present in every single breath we take it's present in every single thought and the space in between the thoughts it's everywhere all the time and we all have a different unique uh, connection to that and it works differently through everyone so that's what I call the frequency work and how so oh, my abilities um, has come online through multiple different layers and initiations. I have a background of uh, well yoga and deep embodiment practices, dance, uh, practices uh, as well as Reiki energy healing, um, core shamanic practices. I studied so many different things, regression therapy, etc. And I traveled in multiple different cultures and lived with many different. Also got exposed to some um, indigenous cultures and learned deeply from people who's lived in in harmony with with the earth for a long time. And uh, from there, it wasn't until I met my mentor Masachari. Uh, who's been kind of pioneer on bringing in this like the frequency language uh, in the being. And he really helped me to hone in these abilities. And I see the frequency. I see how the patterns are showing up in people's life. Um, For example, if somebody has a pattern of um like attracting toxic relationships to them i could see where it started from in a way in time and space whether yes, it's in the, yeah whether it's in a dna the family lineage some other space time your personal history um so many different layers and and again there there's we can come into the space where we can become empowered uh to rewrite those patterns so you don't have to keep attracting these toxic relationships you can actually start emanating this um, space that I call the zero point on the inside, and that will start naturally attracting these healthy relationships to you. So, this is what I help to do, and I don't do it for people. Uh, what I do in the frequency work, I facilitate and hold space and guide, and it's your higher self who's actually doing that, the work.
0: Yes, and I love that. I love that so much about you. I felt as soon as I met you through the yoga teacher training. I felt such a deep sense of humility and a deep sense of integrity. And so that is why I contacted you for a session. And my life has already shifted since doing the frequency work. I mean, I'm doing this, which I never thought in a million years, I would be putting myself out there in this capacity. Um, But ever since doing the frequency work, I've made shifts in my life and things have just kind of opened and expanded and it's just been really, really beautiful. So thank you for telling us all about it. Um, would love to know there's so much I want to know about you and trying to keep this under an hour is going to be very challenging. So I guess we can start. How did you get onto the healing path? I know that I think you said it started with yoga.
1: Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yeah, well, actually, before yoga, there was dance for me, like oh, dance the yeah. very first one. Yeah, when I was around like 10 or 11, I just, I wanted to learn what it feels like to be in the body and allow my, my body to move in multiple different forms and shapes and break all the paradigms of what I knew about what human body is capable of. And... Um, Yeah, it's an. I I was very uh, psychic when I was a child. Um, I I'm 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 born and raised in Finland, so that's where I grew up. But I traveled uh, a lot, many 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 years on my adult years, and um, I was um, I remember dropping into this black space when I was probably around seven or eight years old or younger, and I would every night when I was going to sleep, I was dropping through this. black space into unknown and that's where like astral traveling was really introduced yeah. to me where I went into different times and spaces and I, I was seeing things that other people didn't see I was hearing things that other people didn't hear so veils were really thin for me when I was a child mm-hmm. um, I didn't have somebody kind of guiding me on that when I was a child so I forgot slash were super afraid of that spaces that were opened up yeah. for a good reason
0: i can <laughs> and, definitely uh, relate to yeah. that <laughs>
1: yeah. so many children are so sensitive and then it kind of shuts down when it's a protection mechanism um, yes yeah so that that happened to me as well in a way uh that i it was not until the early well late like eighteen, nineteen, and early 20s when i really started to open up like my abilities came strongly back online through different uh, meditation practices and studying metaphysics and then yoga came in uh, from dance and yoga philosophy and the self-inquiry, Advaita Vedanta, the non-dualistic teachings. And um, I was traveling, following the footsteps of um, many teachers before, but I never really followed just one teaching. And um, mountains started to come into my dreams, like literally asking me to go mountain ranges. I'm talking about like the Atlas Mountains in Africa or um, the Alps in Europe, and then certain mountains in, in India and um, the Andes in Peru and South Africa, uh, America and et cetera, et cetera. So there were like multiple mountain ranges that started to come into my field. And wow. that's, I went and I followed it. And every time I went, there was some peak initiation for me in that yeah. place. Um, so there was another teaching or training waiting there for me yeah. being uncovered. And <laughs> that's how I like peeled layer by layer by layer coming into the space. And uh, uh, it just naturally started to happen that the, the way that this frequency is moving through me, how life force is moving through me, I ended up helping, people. Like people just came to me with all kinds of things because they felt seen. Uh, and that's where I just had to accept my like, okay, there is this some kind of um this role inside of me, this like tendency to hold space for people this way. Um yeah. So I guess that's the that's the background.
0: That's so beautiful. Um, I can definitely relate uh as a child, I remember having visions and that and that psychic ability. And being so afraid of it and also not having coaching or mentor and then later in life, of course, I found out that some of the women in my family are gifted as well. And I know you have gone into my energy field and seen things from my ancestral lineage. So it's very interesting. And then instead of like running towards it, like you did in your young adulthood, right? 18, 19, you started going towards it. I tried to bury mine with substances like partying. I tried to just bury it, but I still would have people that were drawn to me. And then I finally found the yogic path when I was 21. I think I found the yogic path because I, signed up for a yoga class, uh, to finish my degree requirements. And I hated yoga at first. And then I just started to love it because it starts, you start getting access to your higher self. And so it's very interesting how we all find the path or the path finds us, right? Like Mm -hmm. our destiny finds us. And I definitely, I've experienced your ability to hold space for people. And it's really beautiful so um tell us about like what a frequency session is like I know earlier you mentioned that you can see the energy and did that always come, did the vision did the gift of sight always come to you easily or was that something that you developed with your teacher like how did that come into play
1: Yeah, I've always had the the sight since I was a child, very, very like strong imagination and visuals and everything coming through. Um, It wasn't when people speak about this third eye awakening and uh, I had my experience of that uh, when I was in Guatemala and I was studying in this metaphysical center there and we had... um, how many days? I think it was like five, six days in silence. And we went really deep within and also like fasting and cleansing during that time. And we had this like, deep inquiry. And um, during that time, my it literally like felt like my third eye opened up to totally like I just saw through the veils and the filters and everything looked like for me like this 3d, everything was alive, every single rock. And um, there were a lot of beings out that I was like, able to see and connect with and i was wide awake and um and it felt for me not necessarily a third eye in the in the forehead but like this full body third eye awakening as if my all my cells would have eyes on them and that's how it felt like this most like feeling everything feeling the frequency around and down below and behind and every single house around uh, and, and that really, like once I crowned it, that it was many years after then that I was still crowning that. And I had multiple initiations like that, um, that were leading into this like stronger vision. And um, it's not always that beautiful, you know, because when the vision opens, we also see things that we don't want to be seeing. And um, the, the suffering of the earth, it wasn't only through eyes for me, it was also through hearing, like I could hear the suffering of people through times and spaces where I had been involved or sometimes I hadn't been involved, I was just witnessing it. Um, So there was a lot of like a heaviness and the pain of the earth that came to me to be seen. And it was such a teaching for me to hold my center and know who I am when I'm witnessing this, I call them distortions. Like when something is uh, far away from its original potency or its original design in a way, it's it's true nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where, Uh, say, humans, a lot of humans have, they carry the same suffering or the same illness after family lineage generations after generations after, after generations because we have this mind that tends to get lost in space and time and then go so far away that we forget what our true nature is as a, as a sovereign creator being and say if you look at nature anything in nature is really quick and efficient because right. it's all the time in that deep present what i call the zero point mm-hmm. uh, the, the connection of like linear time and space and um, if there's an illness in, say, a, a plant kingdom or some ani- some animals, it, it only takes one generation for it to be gone or maximum like two, three. And it's really quickly, it's healed because it's mm-hmm. like finding solutions from that uh, limitless space from the inside because it's always in the present moment uh, in this deep zero point. And humans, we have this mind that travels out mm-hmm. of it. So we forget like, oh, I have the ability in my body to literally regenerate every cell in my body all the time. I have the power to release this stuff. I don't have to age the same way that that my parents did or carry the emotional stuff or anything else, like collective distortions in a way, because there's a lot of this big, huge forces in play that can be really like a uh, manipulative in a way like manipulating the way that we are leading our life and the more we come into that power on the inside to choose well then you have the choice I have a choice if I want to suffer or not right and that's like totally like mind doesn't even understand that mm-hmm. it's like pain doesn't have to be suffering it's just a story that is wrapped around the pain that is creating that that suffering so this is what we are undoing as we're going deeper into this space and that's what i see and sense but i also help other people to awaken into their inner abilities because we all have that ability to sense it some people don't see some people just feel in their bodies Um, others hear others just uh, might have a different like sensory experience they just like receive different kinds of insights um, so there's many different ways to perceive this inner power and be in relationship with the world from that space.
0: How would you define the zero point?
1: Yes, that's a wonderful question. <laughs>
0: so, <laughs> how often have
1: we heard this like just be in a present moment and carpet and you know, like uh be
0: here now all the exactly, time? Drop exactly. in,
1: yes, absolutely. We hear that all the time yet yeah, few are the ones who really realize what it is. And mm-hmm. I had um, a teacher, He, uh, she was this um, shaman in Peru many, many years back. She was reading uh, coca leaves for me, which um, she was just like picking them up from her pouch and, and throwing them in front of me. And the coca leaves are really sensitive for the electromagnetic field. So it doesn't reveal anything that I wouldn't already know, but it just brings up something that somebody who can read it that way in, the, in their lineage, they can they can bring up things that need, need attention. And this was way before even frequency work came online for me. So it was interesting. She said to me that only thing that you need to do in this lifetime is to be present. And you can forget <laughs> everything else, because I had all these questions coming. What do I move next? Which country do I go? What do I do for my work? You know, all these different questions oh, yes. and directions. And looking for that higher guidance somewhere Um, and she just kept telling me just forget all the other things and just be present and here I am now many years later (laughs) discovering what she really meant right the time is our greatest teacher and the zero point what it means is if you would put, um, so on the video, I'll just show here. So there's a, say space, this is a concept of space, how we understand space with our mind. And this would be the linear time. And you can think of it as this cross point in mm-hmm. between the linear time and the space. So that zero point is timeless presence. And that's exactly where nature lives, right? So nature doesn't Get confused of who it is, right? The the or where tree it's is.
0: going, or exactly. where it's been. It or doesn't think about what's meant for dinner. Yeah. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it it lives in time. So you can read the history of time in nature, but it doesn't get tangled in the past or worried about future, and that's because it's living in that eternal presence all the time. And in that zero point, we humans have that power as well. It's within our bodies. It's just when we are disconnected from that power, we start finding solutions from the outside and try to fill in. And it's taking that action from that very limited space. So the zero point would be if the mind can only see like one or 2% of what is possible, right? And then they, mm-hmm. it takes action from that space, which many people take action from insecurity or validation or lack yeah. or all kinds of things. Trauma, many of us has been hurt on the way really deeply. So it's nobody's fault. It just it just is that this we have gone so far from the zero point that it seems like it's not in our reach, right? And the zero point, that's where our higher self really lives that timeless essence that you wear before you even were conceived in your body before your body started to form well you were in that you were an individual consciousness right and that can is the call two. that
0: like the soul like, you can the, call it soul. the soul that's like what i think of like before we jump into our I was having this conversation the other night, like literally, if you think about birth, I don't know, tell me how you feel about this, but like your soul, right? Your limitless potential goes through. If you think about like, you know, this might sound TMI, but the vaginal canal, we're talking about the actual human, you're going through the earth portal, the human portal, like, and you're coming into a meat sack. Yes. I don't know if that made any sense, but the other night I was talking about it with my friend and it made total sense. Like you come from this limitless potential and then you are birthed out through human human consciousness and put into a human body. So yeah. yes, does, does that make sense to you? <laughs> it, it does, yeah. Well, I okay. see it. Uh, I, can, I can share a little bit
1: more how I see it. Yes, really please. <laughs> it's because like so many people think, oh, well, there's the, there's the soul or spirit. I'm just going to call it spirit um your soul sometimes has like a lot of like religious connotations around it
0: oh yes but, but
1: okay. anybody can call it whatever they want to right right so mm-hmm. so the spirit like so many people think that there's a separate they are two different things so there's a spirit and then there's a body but the body is actually a, a reflection or it's projection of that spirit and that's how I say, for example, when I work with clients, I see their bodies as a hologram. It's a combination of billions of different frequencies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's, it's actually a mirror, it's a reflection or projection of, of your spirit, right? And oftentimes, when we have this um, these spiritual practices or even say certain plant medicines that people tend to leave their bodies into the higher realities and realms, and what we're doing in the frequency work is to help to be in the body, which I call it the somatic for that reason, because it's very much body-based mm-hmm. and realizing that that power is in your body. You are the spirit that you want to reach somewhere higher up. You are the God or the it's goddess. Already whatever inside. you
0: inside.
1: Yes, exactly. And if you think about there's like the, I'm just going to call it the pure source. Uh, it could mm-hmm. be God or goddess or great spirit, many different names. And many different that's, names. yeah, many different names. That's that unity consciousness. And then from there, we all have an individual consciousness that comes into being, right? Mm -hmm. And that is your blueprint. That is your spirit that comes into being. And it's the sense of I, or the sense of self, in a way. So you're still part Mm -hmm. of the big, but you're also unique and you have a free will, right? And many people forget that they have the free will to do anything in this world, to experience anything in this world, right? Yes. And... And that free will—that is the f- like um, formless form or the uh, that limitless like consciousness before that starts to condense into more and more and more density, which eventually creates organs. It creates the body in the womb. It creates all the different things. But the body is also frequency; it's just more mm-hmm. dense frequency um, that comes into being. Uh, and and that is the key is to how can we live that pure limitless potential in the body, so without forgetting that we are that limitless being, and then the body is no longer a limitation, but it actually is an opportunity for doing this hundred percent the work that you came here to do, really. That uh, the dharma I call it the dharma, which is really reflection when you come into your zero point on the inside it is a reflection of that. You just want to live in harmony with the nature around you, the world around you, with the people around you. You wanna be the best possible version of yourself. And anything that you do from that space would be abundant. Like that's where true abundance and prosperity lives, which is nothing to do with money, it's just a tiny little part of it. Right. But the true abundance is really coming into your zero point on the inside, in that eternal presence, and then operating from that space, expanding from that space, never moving out of it again, but expanding from that space and then everything around you will start reflecting it back to you. So you will start attracting abundance resources, people that can help you,
0: beloveds
1: yeah. who are like reflections, a uh, frequency match for you. Uh, anything that you need will be there, right? Yes. Also the challenges that you need to help oh, to yeah. help you to grow. <laughs> in the, yeah. So But this time the challenges are not there. You're not the victim of the challenges, but no. you'll be able to see like whatever comes on your way. Okay. This is an opportunity for growth and I'm going to use it to strengthen me. Right? Absolutely, so
0: yes. yeah. I definitely have learned that along my spiritual path. You know, I used to play the victim mentality and now I look at hard times like, okay, what is this teaching me? How can I get closer to my God or my source? And how, how can I get stronger? And I, I think of life sometimes as like a video game, like, okay, I'm on this level how can I ascend to the next level? And what is this lesson teaching me? And let's say I fail that lesson, I fail that level, I'm going to attract the same type of experience until I can master that lesson. At least that's how I see it. As you were talking, I was thinking so much. But why do you think, and this is going to kind of go back to that like earth human portal, I keep doing this, but I've never given birth, like not yet in this lifetime, but why do we have, we have such expansive consciousness and then we go through that portal and literally it's like, we forget that we are that limitless presence. Why do you think that happens? And yeah, why do you think that happens? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So on a frequency point of view, uh, it's actually quite simple and
1: clear and um if you think about the because again the frequency point of view it always goes beyond good and bad and all that stuff it, it just simply just, it just sees is it is right it just is yeah. <laughs> yeah and um <clears throat> pure human potential is something you can think about it as like this umbrella that all of us is coming from that space so when say again we'll come back to that same image of there's the the pure source whatever you want to call it there's an individual consciousness and then to be able to come into form you will Mm -hmm. have to have a filter i'm just going to call it a filter filter of humanity like being a human if you would have a filter of being a cat you would actually take a form of a cat right so now you have a filter of human which is starting it's it's a frequency design right and then you have a filter of being, say, a male or female body and a filter of this. And, and that's just so like this is how it's building. Yeah.
0: Layers and it layers it.
1: Layers and layers. Exactly. That's the best way. It's not exactly just the layer, how it looks like, but it's that's how it makes sense for the mind to think about it as a layer. <laughs> and every layer helps you to become more dense. So how I see humans, that humans are a, a species out in a universe that are kind of like uh, scientists and we are going re- deeper than any other like say if you think about aliens or ets or any other creatures that are like higher higher frequency creatures um they don't exist in a f- this physical density they exist in a higher reality where they have a higher um, or like easier access to their pure potential now humans are like well let's just see how far can we get into how how heavy we can get in density how dense we can get uh and still exist in that pure potential and as that happens we're going through this you can think of it as a veil of forgetting because it's almost like right we need to we need to almost like put the volume down in order to create that much density and what people call ascension is actually like I like to call it say incension like it's it's actually not going higher up but it's bringing the higher frequency like, down yeah. into the body yeah and and now what is happening on a collective level is that more and more people are awakening into this power within themselves and embody it actualize it in everyday life not just the meditation not just the spiritual practice but in every single thing that they do to doing dishes to talking to your beloved or children all the different things it's coming embodied and actualized in our daily lives and that is helping to open up the more and more and more and more of that original potential in a way and this is where the awakening happens when somebody is tapping into that higher consciousness in their body Mm -hmm. we oftentimes see them as sages or gurus or we see this like light glowing around them um and that is literally everybody's birthright and this is what we are doing as a human collective is to help to bring remember that limitless potential in our bodies
0: i think it's so amazing um how would you suggest to people like where where what would be some first steps for people to take to kind of get closer to their zero point yeah
1: that's a really wonderful question. So
0: great. <laughs> that's
1: exactly what we do in the frequency work. Yeah. <laughs> so trying the frequency work would be the one, but it's definitely not the only. Because again, like frequency work, this is just a one type of frequency work. There's everything is frequency work in a way if you look at it from that perspective perspective. Um, but one of the first one would be to become super aware of your body, like really getting say vipassana practice, for example, people, many people know vipassana. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it really is helpful because it helps you to kind of scan through your body and all the details of your body uh, until you fully can, you fully know your, your coordinates in a way of where you exist in space and time.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and then there's also this beautiful practice of spatial referencing. Um, I love that practice. Yeah, (laughs) where you just, it's super simple, but it's actually very advanced in a way. So you just become aware of the ground below you and your points Mm -hmm. of contact with the ground and the ceiling above you and feel the space in between the ceiling and the crown of your head. And then you do the same to both sides, as well as in front of you and behind you. You find something physical like a wall or a piece of furniture. It doesn't matter what it is, but you simply look around and you feel your, your distance from those objects. Because... It's again, like if your spirit doesn't know exactly where you are, it's like a GPS. If it doesn't know exactly where you are in space and time, you're gonna end up scattered, right? You're all Mm -hmm. over the place. And that's where, say, overwhelm and stress and confusion and indecisiveness and feeling other people's emotions and all of this stuff comes when you're like spread in time and space and you don't Mm -hmm. exactly know who you are and where you are. So that can help to like really distill into this like present moment right here. And then you can go anywhere without losing your center. You could go into a full room of demons and you would be totally fine because you own your space. Right. Nothing can latch on to you. you you're not taking other people's stuff on you because you just simply are resonating in a powerful uh, space and some people well that's too good to be true but you know what i witness this all the time working with people it's mm-hmm. totally possible for everyone
0: and mm-hmm. we are all in
1: different um kind of different part of this process and unfolding that is perfect for you exactly as it is
0: yeah. The first time that we did the spatial referencing, I literally saw so much. And again, I don't know why this keeps coming up tonight, but a, like a video game, like I felt like it totally like zeroed me into my, my character. I found myself. Um, and I felt definitely more grounded in my body. Uh, cause you know, yesterday I took I participated in this deeply healing heart experience where we did cacao ceremony. We did transformational breath work. We did sound healing and massage. And I, before the event I felt very out of my body and the way that you were kind of explaining, like before you do the spatial referencing, I guess you would kind of describe that as being ungrounded or out of the body, right? Like that's what that means. Yes. So doing the spatial referencing actually helps you to ground yourself in. Um, And it's interesting because I used to think that, oh, I want to get like higher into my chakras and I want to ascend, right? Yes. Ascend to me always felt like this, but the longer that I stay on this path, the more I realize that like the deep wisdom is, is in my body. It's in my body. And I need to be in my body to continue to ascend exactly mind. you know what i mean it's like it's so interesting like it's amaz- amazing <laughs> yeah well you know even like on a frequency level it's like
1: one of the totally uh available uh power superpowers that we have i just call them superpowers but they're really just the most natural gifts that we have <laughs> once we act in our physical bodies right and and mm-hmm. there's a lot of teachers who if they get say caught in the hand they would actually heal it really quickly um and this is like for what i'm seeing like as as a human evolution or involution is happening i see more and more people coming into the space where we literally can regenerate our body and this is will be huge for how we relate to illness because any illness physical illness in the body or emotional or mental is Because we're out of time. And that's just how simple it is on a frequency level. And and when we come fully in time and fully in that zero point and realize the power that lives in there, we'll be able to pour from that unlimited source of energy and literally regenerate ourselves. So that's where our eternal essence lives in that space. And and it's just a matter of time when humans are starting to take the shape of it. And it's already happening. Our DNA strains are starting to come online like more. There's only two of them that are online in a way for most people but they now discover that there are healthy individuals who has four DNA strains active and there's way more of that coming so we'll be able to like bring a lot more of what we call the supernatural powers into very grounded everyday life and um, as well as technologies that hasn't even been on earth yet are are coming through that a lot more sustainable and regenerative also for the for the earth
0: or have they been on earth and they're just coming back? I have a question. So when you say disease is just something being out of time, can you kind of break that down a little bit? Like, by what do you mean by out of time? Yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: let's see how far it goes. So if you think about somebody in your family lineage, I'm just gonna say the mother's side in this case. Uh, this example, and the mother's side is somebody down the line, say six, seven generations, uh, uh, they were, uh, making it up. They were in the situation where they made, for example, a huge sacrifice, uh, for, for example, under pressure. Okay. Like I'm, I'm sacrificing my, my son's life so that I can, I can, uh, Maintain all the other family family and family members life because there's like this human history has been so twisted and that's again like the. So called dark forces are simply out of time forces where it just becomes so far from its original intent that it becomes like it becomes literally kind of its own its own entity and then say some say like there's this manipulative force that has pressured somebody in your family lineage to make this huge sacrifice and then they go ahead and they they carry the guilt of that in their whole life into the grave and then the next woman is being born in that family lineage and they carry the same guilt in their dna without realizing actually even what happened and so on and so on and so on and then that just keeps building up and say now the guilt is this huge Kind of like twisted energy that is is literally like the sacrifice energy which is starting to eat the flesh from the inside literally like that's what, what happens in different this happens in different forms say um the bones that are becoming weaker or the digestive system that doesn't quite work well or eye vision that is starting to get weaker and all different forms and then over time generations after generations after generations now here we are and i have even no idea where it even started from right Mm -hmm. It happened. And that's what I mean out of time, because if somebody is doing something in time, it is always in the greatest benefit because you are literally tapped into the infinite source of energy uh, and you always make decisions that are good for you and for others around you because it's this greater harmony that is in But when we say start believing in some fear so much that the fear becomes like we start identifying through the fear or the lack or the sacrifice or whatever it is it starts pulling us more and more and more off in a way and then over the generations built up in dna it just it's a mess like it's all the dna is all over the place in like it's not precise in time it's not living in that same resourceful space where the nature lives but the dna is resonating all this stuff that is just like spread in all kinds of spaces right Mm -hmm. and this is where even like any any negative emotion or any negative thing that we label with a mind as a negative actually has a pure form of it. Uh, it 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 has like its original design which is beneficial so say anger is really beneficial, actually, when it's pure, in its pure form. But over the time, anger has become so distorted, it literally creates wars and abuse and power play and all this crazy stuff. Because it's gotten so far away in people's perception from, from what its pure power is,
0: in a way. In How pure would power- you define anger's pure power?
1: Yeah, so it's, um, you can think of it as this really powerful force, like, uh, say, an energy of fire, for example, it has this like really powerful force or volcano that is erupting. Um, So it's similar to that. And it's a lot more powerful than, for example, gratitude is. And if somebody, I'll just give an example, somebody is living in, I'm just going to the toxic relationship, and they just keep being grateful like oh I'm grateful for everything that I have and I just keep being grateful and like somebody's really abusing me but I'm still grateful you're gonna keep in the same ditch you're gonna keep the same pattern for a long long time but pure anger in its form it can help you to realize like oh I have boundary yeah I have sovereignty I have freedom and I choose not to be abused yes that way the pure form of anger can help you to like get many levels.
0: Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I do, you know, I do, I take what I need and I leave the rest for a lot of things. And I love the law of attraction teachings. And you and I have had this conversation about, okay, well, if I just focus on the positive, you know, I'll attract better, but, but this frequency work teaches that it really, like you're, if you think of yourself as a radio station, right, you're tuned into a channel, no matter how much you want to be on a different channel, you're still going to tune in to your channel, right? And you're going to attract that, that comes through your channel until you shift that actual station. And then you'll be able to attract differently. And so, I know you and I have talked about, you know, the differences between like frequency work and there are some amazing things about the law of attraction for sure. But um, I don't know if you want to kind of elaborate on that a little bit about how, because what you just said is if you were in a toxic relationship and if I focus on the positive aspects of it and the gratitude, it might get better, but really you're going to just be stuck in a toxic relationship,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some cases that could work. But again, when we start looking into pretty much, well, having worked with like hundreds and hundreds of people, this is my observation. I was going to
0: ask you to share how many clients you've worked with as well. I'm like, see, we're approaching almost an hour. Like you and I could talk forever and I just want to get so much out there. But yes, share with us.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I've noticed in this work that many, people carry so many layers that it literally when you take one layer off oh well there's more right oh yeah and this is where <laughs> it gets so and so much that we see this in a spiritual community a lot where we mentally understand or i know better like i know that i'm an infinite being but if it's not fully embodied if it's not resonating in like, every you single don't cell of your body
0: it.
1: yeah exactly mm-hmm. if you're not actually like going to the root and really clearing it out and empowering it from the inside it's still going to keep running on the background. It's just going to take a different form that is even more difficult to see. It's going to look itself as a good spiritual practice and it's going to take all kinds of different forms, but it would still be abusive, you know, and and it would still find its way to abuse us. Um, And so that's where it is like the difference between mentally understanding something and superficially clearing certain filters versus going like really, really deep into deepest layers of on a frequency level that what even creates your body and then doing the work uh, on that level
0: Mm -hmm. just before just to clarify was my radio station channel analogy did that make sense absolutely absolutely. okay good (laughs) i'm like trying to break it down in a way that because you are such an advanced being um I was trying to break it down in, in, a, in a way that I can understand. So then maybe other people can understand it as well. But I just, I think this work is, is so profound. Um, I've, I mean, I've definitely noticed shifts within myself and I'm going to continue to work with you as well. It's something that I, I felt um, and I believe in. And that's why I invited you for this Truthful Tuesday. Um, if you could share with us an example, um, of course, anonymously of maybe a client experience that you had where, or even your own experience with frequency work, where you were before you did the work and where you are now, I know you're calling in from beautiful Hawaii. So like, tell us, tell us, give us an example of that.
1: Yeah, yeah so i can give uh, a direct experience from there's so many that i can share also from clients so there's so many empowering examples but um i'll just share mine first here is that uh for example and um i lived like i worked uh on my path for like a from the pretty much from the beginning guess and that that was just my directing like i'm just gonna do what i love i'm not gonna go into that hamster wheel of working for Something that I didn't really fully believe in and, and all that. Um, but I live. what happened there is that I was following my inner guidance, but I was still living in like financial lack in a way that mm-hmm. I just had barely enough. It came in, but it went out and it's just like there's a saying like it comes in and goes right into the mouth in a way. So that's <laughs> how it felt, that flow of financial uh, income. And, um, and I always felt within me that something was still missing, like there was this like yearning or hunger for something else, like something was off. I mm-hmm. felt like something is still missing from this whatever I did, it didn't matter, something was still missing. And that was because I was running a lack frequency in my system. Uh, and lack frequency literally feels like If I were to become a millionaire and a billionaire even, and if I run a lack frequency, it would still keep showing up in many different ways. So I would feel lonely or I wouldn't have any like family or people would start fighting over my money or like I would feel like something is still missing and the lack of emotional mental whatever kind of luck it would be it would still be manifesting in life and again and that's again the good radio channel example so if you are listening to luck radio Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what you do how successful you seemingly are it's gonna keep running in the system right it's gonna Mm -hmm. keep creating all kinds of things in your body as well in in your relationship so um I understood what the true abundance is mentally for a long time. And I was exposed to this, what I call the prosperity frequencies uh, through my mentor and other uh, direct experiences meditation. Uh, But it it remained as a mental information. And there was one session, one frequency session where I felt the prosperity frequency fully opening in my system. It landed for me. I uncovered it inside of me. And from that moment on, I got off the meditation and I went to my husband and said like, okay, Uh, the prosperity just came online for me Mm -hmm. and ever since it's and that's prosperity i speak about this is money it's just a tiny little aspect of it right Uh, this is this complete inner fulfillment of knowing who i am and knowing where i am and then everything around me is going to start uh, reflecting it back to me right and and so from that moment on the lack literally didn't exist in my reality at all. I didn't rea- exist in the lack reality. So what happened in that radio channel example, I shift the complete radio channel. And now everything that I do is reflecting back to me that abundance, including the financial flow, but it's coming from a sustainable place where it also benefits others. It's not coming from the space of like, I need to work really hard. Like to
0: survival space. It's coming from yeah, like a exactly. full embodied safe secure space
1: exactly that's so
0: amazing i love yeah, no, that yeah and now that's Hawaii. This. yeah
1: exactly yeah. we're in hawaii it's another manifestation of it but mm-hmm. like everybody has this power to do this and this is my greatest passion and desire is to witness people this is my greatest will to witness people to step into their power and i see this like i've had clients who've had some kind of say neck issues that have been there for like generations for you know like their father had the same thing for example or they've like worked with it for years and no doctor know how to deal with it and once they go in and they release it for themselves on a frequency level it's literally gone the next day so this kind of physical shifts um, can happen and for sometimes it's not so most of the times it's not like like that like it just happens like in one day it requires some uh, persistency and multiple times of confirming it in your life like i choose this higher frequency solution but it will for sure i guarantee that it will create a shift when you just keep showing up for it Uh, because we all have a different relationship to time so some people are really quick and others yeah. need like a year. I personally detoxed uh, around like one and a half years pretty heavily stuff from my reality and my identity until I felt like, okay, I, I am here fully. Um, there are clients who has, well, the money piece is, is in, is, has been clearly showing for people, but also new opportunities and like more aligned work, mm-hmm. work that really fulfills you. Uh, different in relationships like I had so many clients who work with inviting in their true beloved and here they are sharing a beautiful relationship with a beloved that is I actually was going to ask you
0: that how does the work translate to finding your beloved or I guess you would have to embody the frequency of the beloved to attract your beloved right like you have to turn well, tune into that channel or how does that what do you think <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that would be a whole different topic again. I know <laughs> so,
1: uh, I, I do programs around this too, just the preparing that, but how it works is that as you become, cause people look for love, they look right. for connection and validation and most people looking for a beloved out there and searching for it. It's coming unconsciously from a space of lack of like, there's something inside of me that is lacking and missing. Okay. And then that kind of attracting would only attract to you a person that is then perpetuating that lack on the inside even right. though it seems like on the survey and there might be really beautiful moments and all the things but in the end it wouldn't actually be fulfilling right uh, and so when you come home to that inner fulfillment and you realize the true aspect of love like what self-love actually means it doesn't just mean that you're just giving yourself a bath bubble oh, bath no. a like, that's just it's like, one like
0: boundaries aspect. and Healthy choices. It's all of that. All the Epsom salt bath and massage and this and that. That's all external. I feel like self love is totally an inner, it's an inner job. It's an inside job. Exactly. I'm walking that path right now.
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. Once you really realize that there's nothing missing, there's nothing nothing lacking. You are the greatest beloved that you can ever have. You naturally will attract that person. Do you. you don't have to look for it from anywhere. It just cannot absolutely.
0: Happen. I yeah. I do not. I don't do the dating apps. I don't do any of that. I'm just I'm trying to embody my purest essence. And so, thank you for sharing that too with the viewers, listeners, because I'm. Cause that is a hot question, you know, like how can I attract my soulmate or my twin flame or or whatever people want to call it? You know what I mean? And it's just starts with embodying that frequency, like you being that, and then not, not even, not even worrying about it. I attract what's meant for me. I don't chase, I attract. So it's such a beautiful um, perspective. So I guess we're coming up on the hour. Um, I can't believe it. It feels like it flew by, but is there anything else that you want to share? Of course, at the end, I want you to share, you know, your contact information. I'm going to post it as well. Um, But how, yeah, anything else that you want to share with the, with the collective right now? Yeah. So. I really wanted
1: to say just to wrap this up that in the heart of this frequency work, it is again it's you who's doing the work it's nobody else there's no. uh, There's nobody there that can heal you there's no teacher out there, who can do the work for you, and if they claim that they are not actually coming from that true empowerment so just knowing that because you're a human you can you have all these abilities because there's so many say clients who come to me well i don't know how to generate that frequency or i don't know what to do i don't have the clarity but you wouldn't even be a human if you didn't know and that's just about remembering that i'm coming home to that space Mm -hmm. Uh, and again like i say the frequency work that we do during these monthly programs that i share group programs as well as individual sessions Uh, we create a conditions or we create a frequency environment for you to then start attracting the right, say, insights or the right right medicines or the people and whatever you need. So it's different from, say, any practice that says, like, here, take this practice and this will solve all your problems. But here we do in a way that you shift first. Okay, you shift the inner environment first, and then that inner environment and landscape is bringing in all the fruits and the abundance around you. Um, So, whatever it is that you need. And uh, it's such a beautiful uh, thing to witness when people go through the deepest, darkest burdens and liberate from it. so this group program, so I do every month uh, different topics. So they just come to me, like they come to me in meditation, like, okay, this month we work with this, like relationships, or this month we work with uh, service and dharma and life work, or this month we work with prosperity, or this month we work with body, physical body health. Um, so, and I listen to people also what they like are asking, like, we'll bring it in, like whatever, whatever people need. So they are group programs, which is a powerful way to work uh, with frequency that we come together. They are relatively small groups um we come together and then it creates this collective field or the mastermind that then helps all of us to go into a higher frequency so it's not kind of a mastermind where you pick up other people people's burdens it just doesn't work that way at all it works in a way that it's like a mirror of like reflecting our best possible versions to each other in a way so that way we're able to go into a lot deeper refinement in the body as well um, so that's like one option. And I also how my abilities work. I work individually with people while we're yeah. in the group space as well. And I speak about subgroups because I see, say, if somebody's running a lack pattern. There's probably a few other people who are also doing the same. So it, it, like, it brings us together to do this work together. And, and then there's also individual sessions that I offer, 45-minute ones or 20-minute ones, which are going deeper into your specific personal things, which I usually recommend, say, if you have a specific relationship thing going on uh we can go and help to clear out any connections toxic connections with a certain person or really going deep into honestly it's quite unlimited whatever is going on with your with your life we can work with that Um, yeah so those are the options we are going to start my husband also does frequency work he's actually i'm just like pointing there i know (laughs) he's back
0: there (laughs) we know he's around
1: He introduced me to the frequency work in the first place and our ability to
0: work differently.
1: uh, He has this incredible ability to activate Uh, things in the system and and so we are putting together this one year program uh, that is starting in April it seems like we're putting out more information now in 2022 so um, and we're going to start doing that every year going deeper into like more like advanced and the mechanics of this and we want everybody to learn how to take this power back to themselves and again this is not a specific technique this is Simply empowering the things that you already do and helping to look at it from a deeper perspective, so that you're not you're not dependent on anything, any technique or anything outside of you, but you take the power back uh, to to your home.
0: I love that. That is so exciting, and I can't wait to hear more about that. Um, so, how what's the best way for people to reach you? Would that be through your website? Yeah, I think the website it has all the information,
1: there, emails and stuff. So it's uh, eternal-present.com. And um, yeah, all the programs, everything is there and more podcasts and free. Also, I offer free frequency meditations and stuff. So it's all there.
0: The meditations are amazing. I highly recommend them. Well, thank you so much for being my second guest on this new adventure that I am uh, embarking on. It's been such a beautiful conversation. I feel like you and I could talk forever on different topics. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you to the viewers and the listeners for tuning in. This is The Conduit with Tatva Tuesdays with Sunny pakadin. Um, I hope that you enjoyed this. Please reach out to either her or myself. Um, Have a beautiful rest of your week. Thanks. Thank you so much.